Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, the 22nd of September, and it's World Car Free Day. And a big happy birthday to Nick Cave, Andrea Bocelli, Chesney Hawks, and Billy Piper. Been a heck of a week for the British economy. Uh, sorry, I'm being told it's only Wednesday. Uh, the energy crisis caused by gas shortages continued on Tuesday, with Business Minister Kwasi Kwarteng warning it could be a difficult winter ahead as energy prices rise and the universal credit cut starts to impact. It could be a very difficult winter. That's why, as Energy Minister, I'm very focused on helping people the field poor. The gas price crisis has also affected the food supply chain due to a shortage of CO2, a critical ingredient and also an essential element for humane slaughter of livestock. With the food industry warning we're just days away from shortages on shelves, the government has struck a short-term deal with US company CF Industries to restart carbon dioxide production at one of its UK plants, but it's going to take a number of days to get back up to speed. Boris, speaking to BBC News in New York, says it'll all be fine and we'll still all have turkey for Christmas. It's caused by the global economy uh, coming back to life. Obviously, we're talking to the energy companies to make sure that the, the supermarket shelves aren't empty and we have very, very good supply chains in the UK. The UN General Assembly is taking place in New York, with leaders from all over the world attending. It marked Joe Biden's first major speech at the UN, and he called for global cooperation as the world faces a decisive decade. He announced that the US would double the funding it's providing to tackle climate change in the developing world by 2024. He also emphasised that despite America's withdrawal from Afghanistan, no one should mistake the US for an easy target. Those who commit acts of terrorism against us will continue to find a determined enemy in the United States. The world of the day is not the world of 2001, though. We're better equipped to detect and prevent terrorist threats, and we are more resilient in our ability to repel them and to respond. Boris also popped up at the White House, getting a quick tour from Kamala before meeting Joe in the Oval Office. And whilst there wasn't any progress on a US trade deal, Boris was very complimentary about the progress on climate. This is a, a very important trip for us, and we've seen some, some great progress just in the last period. And uh, But I think the most important thing today has been uh, your speech, where you made a commitment on uh, supporting the, the world to adapt to, to climate change. Russia was in court yesterday, well, the European Court of Human Rights, in a case brought by the widow of former Russian spy Alexander Litvinenko. The court found he was murdered by Russian agents who poisoned him using radioactive agent polonium-210 in London in 2006. His widow Marina was awarded damages, but she's unlikely to be able to collect them. The ruling came as UK police announced they're seeking a third Russian intelligence officer in a separate case, the Salisbury Poisonings, which saw Russia attempt to kill former spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter Yulia. Home Secretary Priti Patel says even though Russia's refused to hand the men over, the UK won't give up the search for justice. Should any of these individuals ever travel outside Russia, we will work with our international partners and take every possible step to detain them and extradite them to face justice. 
It's tough being in charge of the BBC these days, with Netflix and Amazon breathing down your neck, new news channels like GB News and the new Piers Morgan-fronted Talk TV channel on the way. So come on, spare a thought for BBC Director General Tim Davey, who appeared before a Commons committee yesterday to explain the recent row over the appointment of former HuffPost editor Jess Brammer to a senior news role and the loss of news chief Fran Unsworth. Tim's mind was focused on the culture wars and the challenge of staying impartial in difficult times. By the way, we've done it pretty well for 99 years. I just think it's tougher now, by the way. I think the culture wars are raging. I think we've got a real battle on our hands. I walk a tightrope every day on this, but we've got to fight for it. Still to come on the Smart 7, Prince Philip's mustard joke and Niall Rogers talks inspiration at the Ivan Novello Awards. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Tuesday night saw the third round of the Carabao Cup get underway with a second leg taking place on Wednesday night. Liverpool took on Norwich and won 3-0, Leeds won on penalties at Fulham and Everton lost on penalties at QPR, while Premier League new boys Brentford hammered Oldham Athletic 7-0. There were 10 games in total with five Premier League sides in action, including Man City who are the reigning champions and have been for the last four seasons. They faced Wickham Wanderers and comfortably won 6-1. Man City manager Pep Guardiola was delighted to see the win with five debutants fresh from the academy in the team. It's one of the nights like I love to be manager. Honestly, I love it. I like to be tonight here with them and 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 make them feel they are part of this amazing club. Tuesday saw the annual Ivan Novello Awards, which honour songwriters from around the world. Harry Styles, Liam de Havers, Celeste, Goldfrapp and Dave were among those honoured, with a stellar guest list also attending, including Tears for Fears, Bon Jovi's Richie Sambora and true music legend Nile Rogers. Niall says even in the pandemic, songwriters are taking an optimistic view and that recognition for the craft of songwriting means a lot. I don't think that most people understand that when we write a song, we're basically bearing our souls and we're telling you the truth about the life that we're living as we see it. And to be awarded and rewarded for just being honest um, is an amazing thing. Wednesday night sees a new documentary on the BBC, Remembering the Duke of Edinburgh. It features all four of his children, plus various grandchildren and members of the household staff. The show was originally meant to be a tribute for his 100th birthday, but sadly now serves as a memorial instead. There are plenty of light-hearted moments, like when William tells the story of one of their grandfather's favourite pranks. Possibly not much of a favourite for the junior butler responsible for ceilings, though. Instead of uh, like a mustard pot, we had a mustard tube, a squeezy mustard tube. Um, and you used to take the lid off and put it in your hands. The lid's off, and I can't remember exactly what he says, but he ends up slamming your hands together. And then he'd squish your hands together to fire the mustard into the ceiling. It goes ceiling all over, it went all over the, the, ceiling. the ceiling. He used to get in a lot of trouble for my grandmother for covering most of the places uh, we had lunch and things with mustard on the ceiling. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.